and welcome to the Maestro Commodity Podcast. I'm Adam Roussel. China's steel industry is primarily being concentrated in the north since it was conceived during the country's first five-year plan in the 1950s. However, this paradigm is beginning to shift amid the ongoing rapid development of the south, logistical constraints, and environmental concerns. Here to discuss the rise of steel making in South China is Jean Jiang, an analyst at My Steel Iron Ore. Jean, thank you for joining us. Hello, Adam. Jing, why has China's steel production traditionally been concentrated in the north? Well, uh, it mainly because of the abundant domestic iron ore resources um, in north regions, and the yeah. And also, there's uh, pretty ample access to, to ports uh, in, the, in that in the Hebei Tongshan. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's like well. three or four major ports there. Yeah. Uh, why are policymakers now pushing to relocate steel production to the south of the country? Well, uh, firstly, um, the steel consumption between north and south is um, very different. Because of the steel production in the north, the, normally the steel consumption is like a lack of the demand. But in the south, um, the steel consumption is like very high because of for example, in winter, there's no snow in the south, and they can continue the construction uh, works or like some other um, things that's involved, like uh, steel or iron ore. But uh, in the north, um, they can't. So that's why the consumption and the demand is very different. Okay. So which provinces in the south are primarily benefiting from this relocation? Well, the relocation sites of the steel-making capacity are mainly concentrated in the southern uh, coastal regions, including Guangxi, Guangdong, and Fujian provinces. And um, a major share of this capacity is moved from the north region. And how much capacity can we expect to be relocated moving forward? Well, by completing the capacity replacement projects, the total increase of uh, the peak iron capacity will reach um, nearly 30 million tons for these three provinces. I expect it to happen in three to five years. Okay. And how is the project going so far? How much is being produced in these areas right now? Well, by the end of uh, last year, 2020, the total peak iron output of these three provinces uh, already reached uh, to 56 million tons and is contributing 6% of the total national annual output, so it's like quite high. Mm -hmm. And what does this policy mean for domestic iron ore miners and uh, how will it affect imports? Well, um, for the domestic iron ore miners, the, because um, before there's like a, a major share of the steel making capacity allocated in like north and they are located in the north. So there's more demand for the domestic concentrates when they are making the pig iron. But if um, the steel making capacity move to the south, then um, the south uh, steel makers, they, ha they use more imported iron ore. Okay. So there's, there will be some demand, iron demand transfer from domestic iron ore to imported iron ore. Okay. And so there's a lot of uh, logistical constraints of bringing that domest those domestic concentrates down from the north of the country. We've mentioned in previous reports it's quite expensive to produce those in China. How much uh, 
of China's steel production is dependent on on uh, imported iron ore at present? Well, um, based on our last survey, for instance, uh, in the three uh, three provinces we mentioned before in the in this uh, interview, uh, the it's about like. 80 to 100 percent of imported iron ore if they when they are making the pig iron but they are in the south and if in the north for the domestic if they are using the domestic concentrates normally goes to like 20 to 30 percent okay yeah and the total figure i think uh we read was uh 85 percent for uh total uh imported iron ore used in steel making in China, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's already very high at present. We expect it to go higher further, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, tell us about uh, southbound sh steel shipments during the winter, and um, how is this being affected by capacity relocation? Well, first, uh, the reason the, the southbound steel trending coming up on is like for like lastly for so many years in China is because of the steel demand difference between north and south. So they are shipping like steel from north and to the south to feed the uh, demand. But um, if uh, the this uh, steel making capacity relocation like moves well and there's like uh, more capacity in the south, then they don't need that much um, southbound trading from the north. So there will be like, um, how do you say, uh, before there's an arbitrage window open mm -hmm. between like trading, but now there's, um, if there's like more capacity in the south, the price spread between steel prices in the north and the south will narrow and okay. then the arbitrage will window will finally close and then there will be like the put a stop probably to a southbound or like uh, at least the, the southbound still the amount will decrease. So is this even throughout the three provinces and com and will we expect this phenomenon to stop completely? Uh, what's What do we expect moving forward? Well, uh, for this year, 2021, we don't expect a, a significant change in the southbound steel trading because uh, the capacity, like replacement project, is not, um, is like uh, just uh, started. Mm -hmm. But in three to five years, um, we think there's a, will be a large change to in like Guangxi and Fujian province because mm -hmm. there's a lot of capacity moved to these two provinces. But for Guangdong, another. Uh, provinces of the coastal, uh, in, yes. in South Coastal, there is not enough capacity moved to there, and yes. they are also like super south. And they, for for example, Shenzhen is there, and they right. are doing like a lot of construction things. Yes. So the southbound training will still go to the coastal yes. provinces, but mainly will go to Guangdong more than the other two. Yes, and Guangdong is, is much larger economically than Fujian and Guangxi. Yeah. It's uh, the largest province in, by, in terms of population in the country mm -hmm. and one of the world's key manufacturing hubs. Yeah. So that's, uh, that's totally understandable. Uh, so thank you for joining us today, Jing. And here's uh, just a bit of information uh, when we consider the relocation of capacity. So uh, back in 2002, uh, a Chinese company actually purchased a German steel mill in the city of Dortmund and was able to move the 250,000 pounds of equipment 
uh, using 600 workers in just a few short months. And that mill is now operational uh, just north of Shanghai. So uh, when we talk about capacity relocation, it's very important to note that uh, China has an enormous amount of potential to move goods and services very, very quickly across <laughs> yeah. the country. A uh, bit of fun information there. Uh, thank you all for joining us today. And uh, this has been the Maestro Commodity Podcast. Take care.